Well, after 35 years of six o'clock news bulletins, TV3's News Hub is likely to shut down operations after financial losses became too big to sustain. After 300 staff will lose their jobs by the end of June if the shock proposal announced by the network's local bosses goes ahead. The axing of news offerings comes alongside an uncertain future for locally produced shows which are aired on the channel. Joining us now for more on this are Māori News broadcaster Mihi Ngārangi Forbes, media commentator Bill Ralston and former head of TV3 News and newsroom co-founder Mark Jennings. Uh, kia ora, welcome to all of you. I might start with, with, with you, Bill, and ask what this is going to mean for news coverage in New Zealand. Just quoting uh, the Broadcasting Minister, Melissa Lee, yesterday, I think her words were, there's other media out there. Yeah, well, Melissa Lee is a bear of very little brain, basically. She's also constrained by her cabinet colleagues, um, whose attitude uh, to uh, uh, this financial collapse, basically, of TV3 is, oh dear, how sad, never mind. In fact, you've got David Seymour, a fellow um, cabinet member, um, uh, talking about splitting up TV and Z. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, there's just no hope from this government. Although Winston Peters, one of our cabinet colleagues, uh, he remarkably seemed or ironically seemed to be the most uh, disturbed by the demise of, of News Hub. Yeah, well, Winston knows it's his direct pipeline to um, um, voting support. You know, he can keep us 5% of the vote um, or more uh, by pitching on the, on the nightly news bulletin by abusing reporters, you know. Weird. Mark, the Prime Minister said media organisations, well, they just need to innovate. Is that fair? Uh, there is some uh, truth in that. And I think one of the things that's happened uh, at TV3 and News Hub is we haven't seen a lot of innovation. Um, if we go back to the earlier days of TV3, and, you know, it's, it's good to have Bill on the show this morning because yeah. he was he was part of an innovation uh, with programs like Nightline, which really changed uh, the landscape in New Zealand. And we haven't seen much of that happening. So I, I, think, I think it's partly to do with the existential challenges that free-to-air television has. But uh, I, do, I don't see much innovation going on in the sector, really. What about there has been a lot of talk about a, a digital platform and digital first. Has that worked? Has that come to fruition? Uh, well, the big issue with that is that it, it's been too slow. Um, uh, TV3's private equity owners before Warner's uh, failed to invest in that. So they're, they're way behind on that front. But the bigger problem they've got is the money required to keep the legacy infrastructure going while they transition. It, it, it's huge, and it's a, it's a trap for free-to-air stations all around the world, not just in New Zealand. Um, it's hurting TVNZ too. Um, I mean, we, we're heading towards a switch-off of terrestrial transmission, but it's still probably 10 years away because the rural sector in New Zealand will kick up a bit of a stink when the plug is pulled. Mihi, you've um, talked about uh, Three as being a champion of Māori uh, news coverage. You'll programme the Hui screens on Three currently. What are your concerns around what this means for the for news coverage in New Zealand? Can, uh, can I just, uh, kia ora, I just wanted to comment on what Mark was saying there. And I think that the innovation, it's a bit different to innovate a programme idea um, as opposed to a whole 
um, broadcasting shift, you know, from television, from linear to digital. And if you think about it, over the last six years in the, in the previous government, who gave a little bit of space to actually do some uh, some insight, reflection, and some planning into what public interest journalism looked like, um, we were starting to come to a place as, a, as collectively as an industry of how we might step into the into the next. Um, version of what broadcasting is, but it's, I mean, it's pretty tough um, uh, um, moving into the digital space and and with the decline of um, of, of the audiences, um, with the just you know the you know the multiple different platforms that are all available out there. But we were starting to see some, uh, we're starting to see some real change. But we just uh, there's not really a blueprint, if you know what I mean. But in terms of TV3, um, yeah. I mean, for me, there's something very unique about the TV3 newsroom. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but it was leaner and it was meaner. And you'll you'll remember that, Ingrid. It was created. It created a culture, mm. I think, of collectiveness, and we really leaned into the underdog mentality. It made a huge difference in our news content too. So, yeah, for me, during the mid 2000s, we were winning the National Māori Language Awards, you know, for our collective efforts over the channel. Um, and that was allowed from the leadership that we were allowed to do that. We opened the door uh, to Fakata Māori to do the news sharing platform. Um, and that was led by Mark Jennings and Tiang and Nathan. And that relationship lasted for a long, long time. And in more recent times, and I'm not there now, um, the Hui TV3 or newsroom opened up spaces for the Hui. So, yeah, it has been a really good um, environment for for Māori to grow. Bill, you're obviously critical of the current government, but this goes back through many governments, doesn't it, that things could have been done for decades? Yeah, I mean, um, Steve Mahari, who was Minister of Broadcasting back in the olden days, once told me it was the smallest portfolio he had, but it gave him more headaches and more, it took more of his time than anything else. Um, you know, it's... Uh, uh, successive governments have messed with it over the years. I mean, uh, you know, you've got the bill that uh, everyone's saying, Mike, the digital bill that um, says uh, we're going to, you know, nail Google for stealing link throughs and things like that. A lot of it's based on the Canadian model, and uh, the Canadian model's a disaster, um, frankly. The, uh, you find the big, you know, the big Google operators have got have just got right out of it, um, out of the linking through, and the smaller news media organisations that needed those link throughs have, uh, are, are appealing for government help. Mark, uh, we heard from Juliet Speedy, uh, one of uh, News Hub's current uh, journalists earlier, talking about well the hope or the you know whether that's realistic or not, of someone swooping in to save uh, the, the news organisation, as has been done so many times in the past. You've got an idea about how that could work. What would that be? Yeah, I, I think the the key to any um, revival of news hub actually rests with its current owners. And if I was the staff at News Hub, I'd be presenting a proposal which really cut their costs. I mean, cut the news to half an hour, go to one presenter, get rid of foreign correspondence, um, chop out all the um, uh, big big ticket items, um, and then go to the big advertising agencies and the big companies in New Zealand and ask them to support uh, News Hub with a bigger share of the advertising. Many of them, many of them would do it um, because they don't want TVNZ to monopolise that 
very important um, viewing sector and uh, potentially jack the prices up for One News advertising. Mm. So there, there, there is answers there, but it requires really strong and, and tough action, um, and they should be presenting that to Warners and just see, see the whites of Warners' eyes here. And uh, if they go, no, well, then we know that Warners doesn't really want to be in this market. You're sort of making noises in the affirmative there, Bill. Do you think that could work? Um, yeah, uh, you'd get a much reduced news service in many ways, but it'd be a lot cheaper, um, particularly, you know, foreign correspondents are enormously expensive. I mean, 20 years ago when I was at TVNZ, the news and current affairs budget was $50 million. Um, it brought in $174 million worth of advertising revenue across all the news and current affairs programs. I don't know what the budget for news is currently in TVNZ, but their advertising return from it would be maybe a third, perhaps less. I mean, it's a real struggle to make a buck these days in television. Um, give the final word to you, Mihi, in terms of what we can expect on our screens and in terms of media coverage from here. What do you think we're looking at? Um, oh, well, I just want to say that, you know, kei te tihi o whakaro, the, at, a, at the top of our thoughts today is all the kaimahi, the workers at... Um, News Hub and thinking about them as they are processing and looking for, um, you know, looking for options and maybe coming collectively together, like Mark's saying. But you know, there's a real need for public interest journalism in Aotearoa, um, and it's and it's and it's a really hard job to be a journalist in New Zealand. And you know, we all are running production, small businesses and production companies, and um, there's never any surety or um, you know you don't know what's happening the next year. But um, we do it because we know that it's a part of democracy and that it's a really important job that we bring the news and hold people to account and challenge. Nga mihi. Thank you very much. Uh, that was uh, Mihi Forbes, uh, Māori News broadcaster, media commentator Bill Ralston and former head of TV3 News and newsroom co-founder uh, Mark Jennings.